Hey guys, I know it's been a while, but welcome back to the Further Up, Further In podcast. Yeah, I think it's it's been a couple of months, but I'm excited to be back with you guys today um, and excited to hopefully um, be coming out with new episodes pretty regularly again um, today um, in, the, in the spirit of Christmas and the season of God being with us and celebrating that. I I want to talk for a few minutes about that. Um, I couldn't think of a more perfect thing to do an episode on right now. Um, so yeah, this episode is called God with us. I want to start off by reading the first half of John 1 in the Message Bible. Um, and then we'll get going here. But yeah, it says... The word was first, the word present to God, God present to the word. The word was God, in readiness for God from day one. Everything was created through him. Nothing, not one thing came into being without him. What came into existence was life, and the life was light to live by. The life light blazed out of the darkness. The darkness couldn't put it out. There was once a man named John sent by God to point out the way to the lifelight. He came to show everyone where to look, who to believe in. John was not himself the light. He was there to show the way to the light. The lifelight was the real thing. Every person entering life, he brings into light. He was in the world. The world was there through him. And yet the world didn't even notice. He came to his own people, but they didn't want him. But whoever did want him, who believed he was who he claimed to be, and would do what he said, he made to be their true selves, their child of God's selves. These are the God-begotten, not blood-begotten, not flesh-begotten, not sex-begotten. The word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. We saw the glory with our own eyes, the one-of-a-kind glory, like father, like son, generous inside and out, true from start to finish. John pointed him out and called, This is the one, the one I told you was coming after me, but in fact was ahead of me. He has always been ahead of me, has always had the first word. We all live off his generous abundance, gift after gift after gift. We got the basics from Moses, and then this exuberant giving and receiving, this endless knowing and understanding. All this came through Jesus the Messiah. No one has ever seen God, not so much as a glimpse this one-of-a-kind God expression, who exists at the very heart of the Father, has made him plain as day. I love that. It's just beautiful. Just beautiful to me. Um, So yeah, it's almost Christmas. Approximately 2,000 years ago, an infant was born. His mother had gone into labor and was seeking a place to have her child a hotel, a house, even a motel, but everywhere turned them away. No one made room. No one allowed themselves to be interrupted or inconvenienced. But no one could stop him from coming. He'd find a way to come. He would find a way to love those who didn't think they want to be loved. He would find a way to awake those who were sleeping and didn't think they wanted to be awake. He would find a way to show the world that being awake 
fully alive and fully immersed in life with him, life in the kingdom, was better than any other life they could ever imagine. And so he found a patch of dirt that had some walls and a less than adequate roof where animals would sometimes go and get food or maybe drop some waste. And that's where Jesus chose to make his first physical debut as God with us. Yeah, to the place that everyone else thought was a waste. This is what we celebrate. This is what we we dwell on, what we think on, what we revel in and abide in in this season. The incarnation is breathtaking and it is worth celebrating. I, I believe that with everything that I am and I love it. But something that I've realized in this season that I hope you guys realize too is that Yes, while it's breathtaking, while it's worth celebrating, it's also bigger than what most of us think. See, God being with us isn't something that started at the birth of Jesus, even though it's the first time that we read God with us. In Genesis 1, the Spirit's hovering over the waters. In Genesis 3, God is walking with man in the garden. In Exodus, God is guiding his people by a cloud and a fire. In Solomon's temple, God was dwelling amidst the people So you see, in the Old Testament, God was around his people. In the Gospels, Jesus was physically with his people. In the New Testament and now, the Spirit is inside his people. And one day, all three will occur simultaneously. God has always been a God with us kind of God. And this is beautiful. Even if the transitions look different. So yeah, first it was... God around, next to, existing outside of his people. Then it was Jesus in the flesh, physically, next to, beside, doing life among these people. And now it is the Spirit inside, making his home in us, in God's people. And we look forward to a day when somehow all three will happen at once. This is what it means for God to be with us. And this is not new, a new thing for God or something that just began happening 2,000 years ago. God has always been and always will be God with us. Man, what a beautiful thing to think on and celebrate. There's a, a couple of questions that I want you guys to think on. Maybe pray through, maybe maybe have as conversation starters to talk to some other people about. But in light of all this and thinking about all of this, um, yeah, I just want to give you guys uh, a couple processing questions. So first off, we read and we just talked about how all of these people didn't make room for Mary for whatever reason. They didn't make room for her. They didn't want to be interrupted. They didn't want to be inconvenienced. How can you make room for him this season? How can you make room for him today? What areas of your life are you struggling to to let him have room? Um, Or maybe you've said, okay, I've given given you this little square inch over here. What, What areas are you struggling to give him access to all of the room? And how can you make more room for him today? 
The next question is, what are places in your life that you consider a waste? Places that you don't think are important or that you see as mundane or that you doubt that Jesus is in? Uh, Could it be possible that these are some of the very places that Jesus is in your life? How can you begin to ask Jesus to open your eyes to see him in these places? Because let's let's be real, a manger back in that day, even, even the equivalent of that in our day, isn't somewhere any of us would look to find a savior or a king. It's not somewhere we would look to find some someone famous, someone reputable, someone that's going to come and have dominion. It's very unexpected, and most of us don't even think to look there for that kind of thing. But this is the kind of Jesus that we have. This is the kind of God that we serve. And this is what he did. This is what he's still doing. He is bringing life to the unexpected places. And so what what are those places that you you just don't expect to see him in, that you doubt that he's there, that you think is um, too mundane or, or not important enough? Where are those places? How can you begin to ask Jesus to open your eyes to see him there in the places you never thought he'd be? And then the last question is, how is God with us with you? And I know you can give me a really cliche answer. You can give yourself a really cliche answer um, that most of us, if we grew up in the church, have probably known for a while now. But I want you to actually think in the day-to-day, moment-to-moment, honestly, how is God with us, with you? How do you see him moving in your life? What are places that you're struggling to see him moving that you want to? You know he's there, but you're just struggling to see it and to hold on to it. Who can you share the good news of God being with us, of the eternal incarnation with this holiday season. Yeah, so those are just some, some good processing questions to go through, maybe with some friends or um, some family that you'll be around. But yeah, I um, as always, like we always said on here before, if there's any questions, comments, concerns, cool stories, prayer requests, anything, um, you can direct message those to our account on Instagram or you can email them to us on our email account. Um, specifically, if there's anything this holiday season that you would like someone to be praying over, um, if there's anything from this episode that um, got you thinking that the Spirit stirred up in your heart that you're going to start praying over that you want someone else to join in with you, shoot that over to the email account and I promise Um, There will be people joining you in prayer with that. We've seen the Lord do some really cool things with that this semester. Um, Yeah, so Merry Christmas to all of you. Um, I hope and pray with everything I am that the Spirit would awaken us all even more. That he would reveal himself even more that we would have eyes to see Jesus in the places that we never expected him to be, and that ultimately we would realize that he's been right here with us all along. I'm praying that for myself, for each of you, 
And I I know it's going to happen because here's the deal behind the incarnation, behind Jesus coming, right? No one made room for him. But he still came. And so, yeah, I encourage you to make room for him because you're definitely going to miss out if you don't. But even if you don't, you're not going to stop him from coming. And so I am certain with everything that I am that, that he's coming, that he's with us. Uh, that he's still day by day, moment by moment coming to us. And this is the beauty of Christmas. See you next time.